What's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crockpod Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is the place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast. And if possible, please leave us a rating and a review, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. This is episode 52, and it's part two of our series titled, But My Mistakes Are Too Much. And again, I'm using this series to speak directly to you, to give you a safe space, to deal with those issues that have kind of nagged you from your past, those things that have kind of beat up on you and replayed in your head over and over and over again. And hopefully the goal is to help you be able to start to put those things behind you so that you can move forward once and for all. With this episode, I got a crazy story to tell you. Crazy story. It's a jacked up story. It's an ugly story. On the other side of this break, I'm gonna come back and give it to you. Sit tight. Welcome back to episode 52 and part two of our series titled, But My Mistakes Are Too Much. And uh, like I said, I got a crazy story for you. So let me just get into it right now. So imagine this. There's a man who is on top of the world. He is a billionaire. Um, He actually cares about people. Uh, He loves God. Um, He has his pick of the most beautiful women in the world. He owns multiple mansions, vacation homes, and yachts. I mean, he literally has anything that uh, anybody would want. So one evening while he's chilling at home, you know, he gets a little restless. You know, he's, he's not really much going on. So he just kind of gets up walking around his house. And so he goes, uh, looks out his his, uh, his bedroom window and sees a neighbor outside on her pool deck sunbathing. Now, the woman's husband, the neighbor, her husband works for the billionaire. He's actually the VP of his company. And knowing that he's currently overseas on a business trip, the billionaire asked one of his assistants to go ask the woman to come to his house. Now, while the woman is you know, attracted to her neighbor, like she thinks he's a handsome guy and everything, she loves her husband, right? Would never think of, of, of stepping out on and doing anything crazy. But she also knows that if she refuses to go to the billionaire's house he can make it difficult for her husband and her because again her husband is the vp for his company and gets a nice seven-figure salary so she goes to the house she and the neighbor you know they they you know sit around talk a little bit next thing you know they sleep together then she goes back home so they see each other from time to time in passing over the next few weeks they you know wave keep it cordial and trying to you know keep a healthy distance because of what happened but then she finds out she's pregnant so once she tells the neighbor the billionaire that she's pregnant he decides to fly her husband the vp back home for some quote-unquote family time since he's been overseas for about a month or so husband comes back home but he's conflicted because while he's happy to be home He feels a little guilty because he's left his team overseas working, trying to close the deal while he's at home enjoying some downtime. Just doesn't seem right to him. 
So the billionaire CEO throws an intimate welcome home bash for the dude. He, he when the you know they 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 good food, um, you know drinks. Um, a nice little crowd is there to just kind of celebrate the guy's efforts. And when the party is over, he, the CEO, and the VP head to his man cave. You know where they got some more drinks set up to talk business. But really, the CEO is just trying to get the guy drunk so that when he goes home, all he wants to do is sleep with his wife so then the baby can be passed off as the couples. But that doesn't work because all the VP can think about is getting back overseas to help keep the morale high on his team so they can finalize the deal and then they can all come home for good. Once the CEO realizes his plan doesn't work, he arranges to fly the VP back overseas on his private jet the next day. But get this, he also arranges to have his flight attendant poison the man's drink on the flight. So this happens, right? The VP dies on the flight, and after about two months of mourning, the CEO begins to publicly date the VP's widow. Of course, because they're now dating, after about four months or so, the woman's the woman begins to show, you know, her pregnancy, her belly begins to show. And people just automatically assume the baby is theirs and oh they 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 found joy in the midst of sorrow and all this, that, and the other. Pretty crazy story, right? Well, honestly, for 2020 standards, it's probably not as crazy as it would have been 20 or 30 years ago, but still pretty jacked up, right? Well, it's a true story. And it's a huge part of the story in the life of one of my favorite people in the Bible, King David. Now, again, this ain't this ain't preaching. I'm just using this as an example of something, right? This happened to David. I think it was in 2 Samuel 11. You can find this story if you really want to read everything that happened. Now, this was a man who had everything he could ever want, but wanted one thing he couldn't have another man's wife he took her got her pregnant then had her husband killed to cover it up i want to use this piece of his story to help drive home a very real and relevant point in your life right now and that is this mess ups don't mean you're messed up yeah mess ups don't mean you're messed up what that simply means is, you know, while you may be guilty of doing some jacked up stuff, you are not a lost cause. While you may be guilty of doing some pretty awful stuff, you are not a terrible person. And honestly, um, if you're somebody who tries to live right, who tries to do your best, who tries to be a decent person, you don't deserve to be forever judged by your worst moment. I'm just going to put that out there. Some people might disagree with me on that. But I believe that if you're somebody who is genuinely trying to do better, do right, be decent, be good, then you don't deserve to be forever judged by your worst moment. Now, look, I think if you're listening to this podcast right now, I think it's hard to say that you're somebody who loves to live wrong and do wrong. So I'm assuming that if you're listening to this right now, you're somebody who makes mistakes but you want to do better like me, right? I make mistakes, but Lord knows I want to do better. And so 
If you're going to really embrace the belief, if you're really going to take it to heart that just because you messed up doesn't mean that you are messed up. There are four things that you got to commit to being. The first one is you got to be humble. Yeah, don't ever be so big that you can't be told you're wrong. Using this story from King David, the reason why his story didn't end on a bad jacked up note is because even as the king, he allowed somebody to talk to him and get him together. Yeah, he allowed himself to hear the hard truth that he was foul for what he did. And instead of getting mad at the person who told him the truth, he got mad at himself for making a dumb decision. You gotta be humble enough to know that you are not the greatest thing on earth. You gotta be humble enough to know that there are people who can and should be able to pour into your life, check you when you're wrong, yeah, applaud you when you're right, but be able to tell you, be able to give you not a rubber stamp on everything you do, but be able to give you perspective and say, yo, I love you, but this was foul. Be humble. The second thing you got to do is be wise. You got to understand what or who got you caught up in the first place and then have the courage to stay away from it. See, something we should all try to do a little bit better is know our limits and live within our limits. If you know there are certain places that you can go or certain people you can get around and you automatically get triggered, that might not be the healthiest place or healthiest person for you. We gotta stop thinking that we can outsmart or outmuscle our weaknesses. No, because it doesn't work like that. That's why it's a weakness because it knows where we are weakest and it exploits it. Look, if you're married, and you know you can't just be a friend anymore to that person you used to talk to, you might have to delete the number. If you know alcohol puts you in a bad place, then going to the bar for happy hour might not be the best place for you at this point in your life. If you know watching a certain movie or listening to a certain song triggers a certain part of your life that um, doesn't necessarily bring up the best memories, then you might not be ready to engage that movie or that song right now at this point in time look there is nothing wrong with running away from something or somebody if running away is going to save you so be wise and recognize what or who it is that got you caught up and then do your best to stay away from them to avoid getting caught up again the third thing is you got to be forgiving you got to be willing to look at yourself as somebody who did a bad thing and not as somebody bad who did a thing. The difference is that if you're somebody who did a bad thing, that was just a moment in time. If you're somebody bad who does a thing, it's just what you do day in, day out. Forgiving yourself is one of the hardest things to do because for the most part, we tend to be hardest on ourselves. We do something wrong. We realize it's wrong. We go through all kind of hoops and steps and all this stuff to, to get back to normal. When in actuality, all we got to do is understand that what we did is not who we are. What we did is not who we are. All right, don't let a moment, a decision, a slip become how you ultimately see yourself. Because if you allow that moment, that decision, that slip to define you, 
then you will always give others the ability to constantly remind you. Don't give yourself a pass. No, feel bad for doing bad, but don't stay there. All right, so be humble, be wise, be forgiving, and last but not least, be grateful. If you're listening to this right now, I know at least one thing is true. Your mess up didn't take you out. What that means is you've got a chance to do better. You've got a chance to do right. You have the chance to not go back down that road again. People who are grateful don't get cocky because they didn't get caught. They don't double down in their wrongdoing. People who are grateful realize that things could have gone the other way, could have been so much worse, and you could have got jammed up. But because you didn't, you take full advantage of the second, third, or fourth chance that you've been given, and you don't waste it. So if you've messed up, and messed up more than once, be grateful that you have a chance to do better and make the most of it. So, mess ups don't mean you're messed up. To drive that point home, remember the story I told you of a man who was considered a man after God's own heart. A man who took another man's wife. A man who got that woman pregnant and then had the husband killed to try to cover it up. That man had everything he wanted, saw something he didn't have, and did some messed up stuff to get it. But instead of allowing that mess up to mean that he was messed up, he was ultimately able to recover. And believe it or not, you will too. If you can just remember that in the midst of messing up, be humble, be wise, be forgiving, and be grateful. If you can remember to be those four things, you'll bounce back. And I believe you'll bounce back even better. That's the episode, y'all. If you've gotten anything from it, and I hope and pray you have, please take a second to subscribe to the show, share it with your friends and family, and by all means, leave a rating and review. Uh, look, if you're inspired and want to work with me one-on-one when it comes to anything I've said today, Um, or in anything I've said in a previous episode. I'd love to have you as a client and help you make some things happen. So feel free to reach out to me via any of my social media. Anthony D. Sparks is the username. My website, www.anthonydsparks.com. Or you can even shoot me a text at 415-935-0219. Looking forward to part three. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Till next time, I'm out.